0: It's Tuesday at 8pm and you're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102FM. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102FM. Good evening and you're very welcome to this week's Best Possible Taste I'm Sharon Noonan and before I tell you what is coming up on the program tonight may I wish you all a belated happy International Women's Day which was yesterday and I was delighted to take part in an absolutely fabulous virtual event. It was held online and organized by Jacinta Dalton in GMIT and Sally McKenna from McKenna's Guide and featured lots of discussions from women in Irish food many of them with whom you would be familiar, including Elena Fitzgerald Keane from the Fitzgerald Woodlands House Hotel in Adair. And I have to say it was very inspirational to hear about how the many struggles faced in the past 12 months have been dealt with and in most cases surmounted. So well done to all involved. And our first guest tonight is actually an inspirational young West Limerick woman. Ursula Giltonen from D&M Garden Centre in Crook, will give us an update on how the pandemic has inspired her family business to go back to their roots. David Hayes from Logra shares his ever-changing offering since opening his cafe in Adair in the middle of last year and his delicious package for Mother's Day this weekend. And finally, Seamus Cleary from Cleary's Pub tells us about marking one year of his Newcastle West pub being closed and his exciting plans to celebrate St. Patrick's Day next week on Wednesday, March 17th and it's a celebration that we can all enjoy. But before we welcome our first guest, let me tell you how to get in touch with me here at the best possible taste. You can make contact by emailing me s.noonan live.ie or you can tweet me at queenoforg as in queen of organisation and I'm also on Instagram at Sharon J. Noonan. So D&M Garden Centre in Croke has been a haven for garden and food lovers alike for many years and after the ups and downs of the past 12 months it reopened last Friday so I caught up with Ursula Giltonen to find out more. Let's have a listen.
1: Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm.
0: Ursula, great to have you back on the programme and you have some fantastic news for us because DM Garden Centre is opening again.
2: I know it just opened today and uh, thank you for having me on um, today, Sharon. I'm really grateful to be able to tell you guys what we're doing and that we're back open. Um, so I suppose, actually, speaking to my parents about it today, um, Mom and Dad started the van, the fruit and veg van thirty-five years ago this month. Um so that's when we started business with the van going around house to house, selling fruit and veg. Um, and then we were talking about it around the breakfast. I said, you know what, like maybe we need to diversify in these challenging times and go back to growing our roots where it all started, um, and put a little market area, fruit and veg area in. Um, the restaurant which is what we've done. So we've started to do that, and we try to do as local as possible, um all Irish products as well. Um, so yeah, it's great to be back doing what me, Tom, and uh, my sister Marion used to do. Remember years ago, we'd be selling um strawberries or bags of potatoes on the side of the road. Mum and Dad would uh, drop us off and collect us, in, <laughs> collect us in the evening. We'd be selling spots and strawberries. So hard work, but um, we enjoyed it and uh, we're back to that now.
0: <laughs> you returned from, was it Scotland you were in? The last time I was talking to you, you were just back from Scotland.
2: Yeah, I came home in January um, just for a break and the rest is history. I <laughs> um, came home in, uh, last January. Um, Covid happened. So in Edinburgh, everything is still closed. Obviously, we're in the same position here. Um, and tom had asked me would i be interested in doing the restaurant so i took on the restaurant was a massive for changed the menu and then sure it was doing really well and for us all like everyone else uh, we we're closed down again but uh, hopefully this time now is the, the last time we're going to be locked down we can all go back to a bit of normality
0: your background is in hospitality
2: yeah so um well, obviously growing up, I was working in the restaurants throughout the years, and then I studied business and hospitality in Galway. Um, and after that, straight away, moved to Edinburgh and was a trainee manager, and um, just worked my way up from there, and I ended up doing a master's in human resource management as well, um, and then got an opportunity to travel around Europe, auditing hotels and resorts uh, for two years, which I absolutely loved. Um that's now on hold as well obviously with the travel restrictions but um yeah that was very enjoyable and um an eye-opener as well of what everyone is doing around europe so yeah
0: i think there's something very rewarding about working in a family business but it can also be very challenging as well how do you deal with those challenges working with your parents and your brother
2: and um, I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> Do you know what? It's so different. Like, I've worked away for so long now. So trying to come back and work with your family, it's, it's hard. It is hard. Um, and it is, it is rewarding, though, you know, and it's great. Like, Tom has done so much in the garden centre. Um, we kill each other every day. Um, but by the end of it, we're, we're grand again. But, um, yeah, and it's, it's never, it never stops. And I think when you have your own family business as well, it's just a constant worry, Do you know, especially what the situation that we're in now. We're all like, right, getting in, digging in, doing the hard work. I'm in the garden centre, I would know the difference between a plant and a weed, like. So <laughs> I'm now um, multitasking in the garden centre and the restaurant. They were all over the place at the moment. But yeah, challenging but fun. Um, but also very
0: rewarding. Some of the projects that you have been working on involve the website and developing the e-commerce side of the website. So people can go on to the D&M Garden Centre website and actually buy items such as gifts. So Mother's Day and St. Patrick's Day are just around the corner. Tell us about some of the gifts that you have online there.
2: Yeah, so we only developed their website actually during this time. I'm not tech-friendly at all. And as I say, do you know what? In a small business, and I think all small businesses will will, um, say this, you have about 100 different titles um, with what you're doing because it's only with the family of us. So you are a tech expert, you are social media, you're marketing, you are on the restaurant floor, you're in the garden centre. But anyway, we learned so much actually during this lockdown. So we built a website everything is now online, click and collect or deliver. And actually it's broadened um, our region, like for Tom, like it's not just Limerick, it's gone all around Ireland, which is great. Um, And then for the restaurant outings from the Western series, I got these ideas, like, oh, what I do for Paddy's Day or Mother's Day? Um, So for Paddy's Day, we're doing the um, Paddy's Day box. And I worked with um, Ron from Forest Hill Wine Merchants and Caroline at the Fine Fine Museum, Port Museum. Um, so what it is, it's you have your two Irish coffee glasses, um, you have your little Bewley's coffee with the how-to guide and to make your Irish coffee, you've your two bottles of powers and some yummy um bean and goose chocolate to go with your Irish coffee. Uh, so the whole idea is to chill out and home and to make your little Irish coffee because we're quite restricted to where we can go and throw on the Irish music and uh, enjoy <laughs> from the comforts of your own home. Um, so that can be ordered online, or you can call us. Um, or it's on Instagram as well. Everything is on social media now, so it's the way things are going. And then for Mother's Day, we have three different um breakfast boxes. So there is a butcher's box, which is my favourite. It is Rigney's, Caroline Rigney, with her bacon sausage and um black pudding and white pudding, and we're putting some goweries and um, free range eggs in there as well. And um, some sourdough bread from our daily bread. And um, so all West Limerick. <laughs> um, and actually Caroline gave me samples, was it last week or the week before? And uh, I left him at home in the restaurant and I was coming into work the following morning and a man phoned me and she's like, oh, it's the samples Caroline gave, they're beautiful, they're lovely. I was like, what do you mean? They, they, they're gone like, oh, I left you one sausage. She's like, you left me a single sausage. <laughs> I mean, now she gave us a pack of rashers, sausages, black and white pudding, and the, the whole entire thing, my family, before I got to breakfast for nine o'clock. So that'll tell you how yummy they loved it. Um, And then the other one is the burn smoked house salmon, which is also gorgeous. So... um. In that one, we have a smoked salmon or a hot smoked salmon. We have homemade brown bread, goat's cheese. Um, and we have, what is, there is pesto inside that as well in that little hamper and some olives. And then the other one is a West Limerick hamper, um, which is your Atifin juices, your Guy eggs, your Rigney's granola, um, homemade pancakes from here. Um, Then there's soda bread or daily bread. Just jam-packed full of West Limerick goods. But everything is going to be on the website um, and on social media and Instagram, on Facebook, of how to buy, how to order. Um, And we can actually deliver for you guys as well at your door. So you don't have to change out your pyjamas for Mother's Day.
0: (laughs) So you can deliver within the West Limerick region, is it, on Mother's Day, which is Sunday 14th of March?
2: Yeah, yeah. We said, you know... For Breakfast morning, you don't want to be leaving the house, so we will deliver you your little hamper breakfast
0: buffs that morning. Fabulous, what a great idea! And I'm sure there could be people listening from further afield that, that whose mothers are here in the West Limerick area and they can arrange for that to be exactly. to be yeah. dropped to them. Lovely, great idea. I'm sure your mother is a bit of an inspiration to you now, Ursula. What are you going to do for her on Mother's Day? Is she going to be working <laughs> hard in DM? Are you giving her the day off?
2: Oh, i got going to cook her some and um, the Rigney's hamper
0: box. <laughs> <laughs> give her one sausage joint right of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll be working because she never stops. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to think of something there to, to get mam or trying and chill out for herself. But, um, yeah, hopefully now it'll go well, the hampers. but we're actually on Mother's Day as well for the, the restaurant and the garden centre. It's garden season, so Tom's doing really well. Um, it's the season for setting seeds So um, people are in. I think people want to get out and people who were were not green-fingered are definitely now throughout this uh, lockdown. Gardens are pristine around Limerick.
0: (laughs) Well, I know certainly during the first lockdown, we would have had a delivery from yourselves. My husband would be quite nimble in the garden, me not so much, but he had ordered a, a lot of things and he's starting to get back out into the garden now and You know, do up the the planters and things and it's great to see a bit of colour outside the kitchen window.
2: Definitely, yeah. It kinda brings joy, doesn't it, when you're walking around the garden and when there you see a bit of colour in spring. It does lift the mood a bit as well, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely.
2: Um, With January and February it's so dull and dark and you just yeah, no bit of life and with everything, yeah.
0: So is the cafe open for takeaway then? You're doing takeaway meals and coffee?
2: Yeah, um, we're doing just, at the moment, we're doing teas and coffees to see how it goes. Um, with the garden centre being busy, people just want to pop in for the little coffee and a treat. So we've yummy treats from um, Brawl Beaks in a deer. Like, I've obviously had to quality taste all of them this morning when they come in. <laughs> um, but they were gorgeous. And our daily bread, they had some goodies for us as well. And then we have our own um home baking as well. So we have cookies and man's brown bread, which is very popular. And um, crumble, you know, the usual traditional Irish little desserts. So we're gonna start off with that and see how we go. And then the food hall, it's going really well. Like geez, I got ten cases of Gay's eggs then yesterday and they were gone within two hours of being of her dropping them off. Right. Like, so it's great. Um there's definitely a market for it around here so hopefully
0: and, and is that all locals within the 5k that are coming into you at the moment
2: yeah yeah it would be a lot of regulars as well or do you know when we open your doors it's great to see familiar faces just come in to support you do you know and want to see them and you kind of want to hug them when you see when you haven't seen them in so long but you can't even do that um and it's great that that support that community support um is there you know and um, especially with businesses as well, if you phone them up or anything, they're, everyone is happy to help anyone, you know, and it's, it's great. I think we've all learned something from this as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, great to catch up with you. And um, I hope now you're busy packing an order, getting the orders in for Mother's Day and St. Patrick's Day. I think we're, we're all a bit more conscious about gifting any opportunity to gift at this time um of the year whenever things are are, mean that we can't actually physically see people it's nice to be able to send them something to let them know that we're thinking about them so um well done and, and having such a great range of products there and keep us up to date now with the plans and when you're open open that we can go in and sit down and have the coffee and the the west limerick toasty or whatever else you have in the menu we look forward to it
2: i know i can't wait i cannot wait yeah but you know what I haven't been, we haven't been working in so long I'm absolutely exhausted already <laughs> just like, oh geez, I'm just like I need a nap But
0: need a, a little <laughs> well listen I'll let you get back to it and uh, thanks a million for talking to me thank you so much Sharon you're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102FM Welcome back to The Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and just before the break I was talking to Ursula Giltonen from D&M Garden Centre about their reopening and it was absolutely fantastic to hear about their Mother's Day and St. Patrick's Day packages so be sure to pop onto their website and have a look at those. If you're just tuning in now and you missed that you might want to catch The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102FM when it's repeated on Wednesday mornings at 8am. And the podcasts are available to listen to on Sharon as well as iTunes and the podcast app. Still to come tonight, we will be hearing how to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in style thanks to Seamus Cleary in Newcastle West's Cleary's Pub. Next, though, we are going to hear from David Hayes in Logra in Adair who appeared on the show last year along with his wife Petra just after they had opened Logra. I chatted to David yesterday morning by Zoom, so let's hear what he told me.
3: Bon
1: appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm.
0: David, great to see you online today. How are things in the or?
3: Thanks, Sharon. Uh, great to be here. Um, yeah, things are good. Um, obviously, everything is, is is slightly different than since we since we last spoke. Um, so we're we're, we're we're still stuck in this in this lockdown and, and trying to kind of trying to make the best of it whatever way we can so but you know what things are things are okay
0: well i must say i am missing my fabulous flat white made by your other half petra's fair hands on my trips into limerick which are non-existent now at the moment for obvious reasons and the last time we spoke you were telling us about logra in a day or village about how you opened in the middle of the pandemic and how it was going well for you Things have changed since you have opened. You know, there's no sit down at the moment. It's all takeaway. The menu that you would have had originally, you've tweaked it. You've pivoted that word that we're hearing a lot from lots of businesses, especially food and drink businesses. So, you know, we had Valentine's Day there a few weeks ago. Mother's Day is this weekend. St. Patrick's Day coming up on Easter. And you've looked at catering specifically for those markets because there is a demand there for it.
3: Yeah, so like when when we opened, we we, we were like it was it was busy, <laughs> you know. We we, we really felt we really felt that we hit the ground running, and um, we we were busy, we were full 80 90 80, percent of the time, which which was fantastic. Um, in the first, the second lockdown, um, I think we kind of I think we were kind of okay um, again. Weather wasn't too bad, and there was still still but people were kind of out and about, and I think it wasn't maybe I don't know it couldn't be hundred percent, but I don't think we had the five K thing there. Um, I think we made it. We kind of made a call um, just before Christmas of of not introducing the seating. Um, I think that kind of maybe did kind of hit us a little bit harder than we thought. Um, I think we we still we still stand over the call that you know we felt it was the safest thing at the time cases were rising in, in in our area um and so we felt it was the safest thing for ourselves obviously our staff and our customers um but we felt that we probably haven't had, had a big price to pay at christmas time um with regards to obviously lost revenue lost business coming up to christmas and then and then the lockdown we're all kind of we're all kind of stuck with now we kind of feel that it's we, we we closed for six weeks at the beginning of the year um we obviously we would said that we wanted to close for for a little while. Obviously, we didn't want to close for six weeks, and it it's been it's been kind of hard to get it. it was kind of hard to take having to close for so long. But again, me and Pat just had the conversation there yesterday or today that, that it was that we still feel it was the right decision and the right call to kind of go. You know what? It's just between everything that was happening, it just it just it just didn't feel right for us, and um, and like we we. We we live so close to the village. Um, we're literally two minutes walk from from the cafe, and, and we kind of just got the feeling that people were, were really afraid. Um, we we would obviously go for our daily walk around the place, and and you you might see you'd hardly see a soul. So it just there would the, the, number one there wouldn't have be been people around for it, and I think even if they were, they didn't feel comfortable and safe in and around the place. Cases had gotten extremely high over Christmas for you know num- a number of reasons. Um, so. We we came back. We opened up for Valentine's week, the week before Valentine's week, to to kind of launch our Valentine's box really, um, and then kind of kick on. Hopefully after that, um, we found we felt it was it was a big success. Um, we sold out really quickly. Um, it was it was a, a collaboration between ourselves, um, Michael Mara, the wine buff, um, Thomas, our friend in the French table in Emmerich, but his other his other company, Le Pâtisserie. Um, and uh, JF Nash and Sons Butchers and Park as well. So we, we kind of thought that, you know what, it, it's it would be something slightly different. We felt that everybody was probably suffering a little bit. Um I don't know how, how much the off-licenses are suffering, but we felt that everyone was probably suffering a little bit the way, the way these were. So we just kind of thought, you know what, we just get together. It would be nice for people to be able to come and collect everything in one place. We've always really, really admired... Um, french table thomas's restaurant number one it was it would have been one of our favorite places to go to go and eat so we we thomas had been a head chef for the raven as well before me so we kind of had that kind of bond as well so we 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 kind of occasionally would sit down together and have an have an old chat and kind of talk but and and when we did open up first day thomas was always there to kind of give us advice and lend us an ear if we ever needed anything so we we'd always wanted to kind of maybe stock some of the history stuff because he has a deft touch with these kind of that I don't have, so it was a perfect excuse for us to get those.
0: And they looked absolutely delicious, I have to say. And you're reminding me now that a number of years ago, I would have had, had Thomas on the programme to talk about French fru- food. And it was around Valentine's Day and he brought me into the studio at the time an absolutely fabulous array of foods and creme brulee was one of the things that he brought in and and a, a linen napkin and everything and i remember going home to my husband that night sure he was delighted with all this lovely foie gras and everything that i brought in um, there's a couple of things that you've said there. The first thing that I wanted just to, to draw on is about I would have said to my husband at one stage that I wanted to be part of the solution and not part of the problem whenever it comes to COVID-19. So although there's lots of things we are allowed to do, it's not necessarily in my mind the right thing to do. So you're basically saying that whilst you were allowed to open at, at a certain time, you and Petra made the decision not to open because you wanted to be part of the solution. And you were kind of putting that over profits and and turnover. And, you know, it's good that looking back and reflection, you're glad that you made that call and you were right to make that call. You know, that's that's the first point I wanted to draw on. And then the second one is about the collaboration with the different businesses like Thomas in the French Table and Mike O'Mara in the Wine Buff and, and your local butcher there in Patrick's Well. I think that's hugely important for all businesses to bring themselves through this really challenging time at the moment. And it's obviously something that you're very supportive of and, and you've shown that you're supported o- supportive of it by doing it for Valentine's Day and now with Mother's Day coming up.
3: Yeah, so again, we, we, we're looking for, for something similar for Mother's Day. It's it, it's a little bit trickier, I find, to do a Mother's Day back because, especially at the moment, because... You don't, obviously everyone's in a bubble, whereas Valentine's, it's it's always really, really easy, you'd think, and and it's two people. Um, we, now we did at Valentine's have to cater for a couple of families where you kind of go, yeah, it's understandable, you know, the son of the daughter's at home and they can't see their 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 other half as well. So we, we did have to make a couple of slight tweaks for the Valentine's one, um, but the Mother's Day one, we kind of, we didn't envision that the, I suppose we kinda of went how do we how do we how do we manage this one? Because it's not going to be twos, you'd imagine you you'd hope that somebody is going to buy it for their mother and, and the family's going to have to lunch at home, but it's it's out. actually kind of been a little bit different. we found that it's been people that bought for their parents and they've they bought it and the twos and families are still very much kind of not able to see each other, which is I suppose something we kind of we kind of knew was happening, but we didn't expect to be selling it for twos and it was only after we'd seen somebody else and a couple of people that said oh I get it for two and you're kind of going yeah we've kind of got to and we've kind of had to tweak it again and and, I everything lately has been I guess you said pivoting and and, and trying to tweak things and and trying to trying to do what what trying to get people what they what they're looking for really um it's 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 a challenge because you don't you don't see as many people, <laughs> uh, you know, when you, when you run a, a busy restaurant or a cafe, or you're, you're, you're in constant, you're constantly meeting and talking to people and whatnot. Whereas now it's it's done, a lot of it is online. People will message us privately on Instagram saying, look, can I have a box for a collection and, and trying to put a face to them then as well. And and, and they're wearing a mask and sometimes they're wearing a hat. <laughs> there has been a couple of occasions and uh, we kind of have an open kitchen where, you know, yourself. there's, there's the hatch in the window there where I can see out. It kinda of hasn't been kind to me sometimes because there was an occasion where I came out to two or three occasions where actually I've come out to people, I've said hello, but you know, chat to them and I've been totally wrong, whatever. So there was one guy in particular and he went he said you're talking to the wrong person and I just looked okay, so, yeah, it was
0: I, very, it, and you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't because yeah. <laughs> people can be very unforgiving <laughs> and, and and very offended if oh yeah. you look I went in and he didn't even say hello to me whereas yeah. I, I can be out walking sometimes um, at night especially when it was cold with it's nearly like a balaclava and I'd say hello to people and you, I know they don't know who I am and I wouldn't <coughs> for one minute be offended about them not saying hello back and they could be halfway down the road and it might be twig then oh got that such and such and then the tech still come in i'm so sorry i didn't realize it was you when really there's no need but some people can be very offended at times
3: yeah so like like trying to put a, a face to the order sometimes can be really tough and then because um like i said the mask and the hacking and it, it it's becoming very difficult but look we we, we are starting to i suppose we, we are starting to get a lot of repeat business even for the takeaway which was something we, we we some again it's something we find it's just it's not ideal It's it's, it's very different from like, all my years of, of work in the industry and the same at Petra it's never something we, we worked in was takeaway. takeaway. even even the, the coffee thing was going to be new to us like have worked for years in kitchens in petra has been front of house in, in actual I would say high-end restaurants and and things like that whereas it, the whole casual dining thing to us was Something a little bit new for us to work in. Now we both really enjoy it, and we always enjoy going to places like what Lobar is. Um, so it, while that was a challenge and something new for us, after a couple of weeks, it was we were having to look at doing it as a takeaway. And, and, and while while we feel we're making progress, so it still sometimes it, it always it's a new challenge every day. And like, like I said, it's it's something we, we, we feel we're getting quite a bit of repeat business now from from what we're offering, but. Um, yeah, it's very hard to get feedback is is, is is the is the point I was trying to make. I, I we, we sold the beef wellington, a couple, sold a couple of them, we've sold plenty of them. But, you know, when you're in a, in a, in a restaurant and you're cooking a beef wellington, you, you can have it, you play it, you can see how it's done. You know straight away if it's got out 100% or not. With a takeaway, you don't know how, how far somebody is travelling home with it and and like you have you may have to wait a whole week like I did last week on Saturday morning, I was kinda of going, I haven't seen so and so all week. She's usually in, you know. So uh I kinda of had to make my business to go for her and say, like, Oh, you know, how did you do it on last week? Perfect, divine, loved it, but you're kinda of going, It's really hard to get the feedback. So you, you sometimes have to wait a whole week. There's no restaurant manager to go around and check the table halfway through it. Um and especially when when they're taken away like we do a couple of large joints of meat there for families, which it's, it's substantial meal, and you know you kind of love to be able to check out for sure, everybody's happy, and whatever, um, and you can't, and you just have to kind of rely on them to come back the next week, which touch wood majority of them do so, and and if it's not they're, if they're not back within in in the first week, they're usually back a, a week after, so.
0: And I think, you see, one of the, the advantages is you're cooking everything from scratch. Everything's fresh. It's all homemade. And ideally, you have the orders in, in advance, so you know how much you have to make. But the, the downside of that probably is, well, you know, can I have it done this way or can I have it done that way? And and people may be tweaking and changing orders. Do you find there's a lot of that, that you have to be flexible with customer orders?
3: I think you always have to be flexible with customer, customer orders, whether you're David Hayes in, in Café Logan or you're Mike Tweedy in a dear matter. You always have to be, and I think that, that's just that's part and parcel of, of the business. I that There has been times when you, you've kind of gotten the text message at 11 o'clock the night before, and you're kind of going, and add on to it, you're kind of going, it's not really ideal. Like I was actually asleep because so we, we start quite early. Um, but no, you have to be flexible. But... Again, we we do offer like the joint of meat. It should be cooked how they how they want it. So we we do offer it rare, medium rare, medium well, however they want it. Um, but by and large, I think by and large, actually, most people will will come and they look for their meat medium, and 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 so we're we're actually really happy that we can get to serve it like that. And you know, I know it's just, it's just a small thing, but. You know, we we still source really good meat and, and veg and, and everything else like that and we're still cooked the way they would be if you were sitting into to any good restaurant in the country we feel. Um we still try to do things like the right way. Um, just the, the packaging and, and how you sell it to people has had to has had to change, which is which has been the part we found the hardest. I guess the cooking part we've I've always kind of done to the best of my ability. We may have, how good that is, I don't know. That's for other people to decide. But that—that's kind of always been the same. And like, it's—it's it's the packaging and the branding of the product, and 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 how you how you sell it to people is—is is the thing we, we've kind of had to work on. We found that we've had to do quite a, a bit of work on menus. But we 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 felt that we could explain to people when they came in that we do this that and it didn't work. Like you know, you you literally have to put it in front of people and say, you know, this is. This is what it is like, and, and, and you, people really have to see written there in front them, and actually put under their nose to realize sometimes what to what it is you're doing there. So, like I said, it's it's like last week was 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 good. The week before was actually was 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 okay as well. Valentine's weekend was 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 absolutely superb. We were so happy with it, but the week after was just it was it was just so quiet. And, and we, we couldn't figure out why. And then we'd spoken to a couple of other people, and you know, certain places are only open for one week in a month. Um, you know, not everyone is open, and you kind of it's, it can be hard to get feedback. And you're kind of going like, are we doing something really wrong here? Are We doing something like is it us? Is it everyone? And like because there is, we feel we're very different from what everyone else is offering at the moment as well. Because we know there's other businesses in the village. But like I said, they're, they're not they're not all open every day and or every weekend, um, and we kind of want to be, I suppose, we want to be up at the higher end of things, and you know, trying to trying to get it right every week has been, I think it's, it's not been hard, but it's trying to get the feedback, I, I suppose, and. and
0: well, you are, you're open for orders now for Mother's Day, which is this Sunday. So, you know, that can be from the special menu that you've designed or some people have been in touch with you about stocking up their mother's freezer with nice things. You, you do that as well as another service that, that you offer that you maybe don't publicise that much. But I think that could, could also be a fabulous gift for your mother if she's living alone to stock up her, her freezer yep. for Mother's Day. And if people want... To, to get in touch with you, to order, what's the best way for them to do that? Is it through your social media or your, um, your Facebook page, for example? Uh,
3: to be honest, Sharon, the best thing to do is pick up on the phone, is pick up the phone and call us because uh, Petra will, will, Petra answers 95% and the other 5% they're unlucky and they get took to me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like pick up the phone and talk to us because we, we are very like, um like we will we will cater as best we can um, to, to whatever specific needs people have. If it's a thing that somebody wants to, to have an order for their mother who's at home, um, like we can deliver, we can we can cook whatever, pretty much for the reason, we can do almost anything and deliver it to their door. Um, with the Mother's Day package, again, look, if they haven't got time to pick up the phone, send us a message through social media, give us a time, we, we will get back to them. Um, thankfully, yesterday was a really busy day and like we, we took an awful lot of people who came in, placed orders for Mother's Day, um so the actual package the, the numbers are quite limited what's left of it um you now a lot of other people came in and they ordered off package that's also totally fine we have a menu in place there for someone who, who doesn't want their mother's day package like our real beef goes goes really <coughs> goes quite well for us every week we, we definitely have people who come every single week for a real beef you know i think it's maybe it's a tradition in a lot of houses on the weekend that they want they want roast beef and
0: Tell us what the Mother's Day package consists of.
3: So our Mother's Day package, we, we collaborated again with with, with, uh, with our friends in Patrick's Well, J.F. Nash's. So they're doing, they're basically doing a ballotina chicken for us this time, which is a whole chicken, bone and rolled. Um, we're, we're also got in collaboration with Michael Mara, so the wine buff and limerick. So this time around, we picked, um, we'd looked at maybe doing a Prosecco, but we kind of decided on a Bordeaux Rosé. Um, it's spring, you know, we felt that, that rosé might be nice this time of the year. Uh, we'll go really, really, well, really well with chicken, um, so I've been told. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we just felt it was a nice package to put together. It was something a little bit different, bun roll chicken, it's not something we we're going to have every week. Uh, again, at the same time, it's quite traditional, just to have a nice, we, we, we kind of really wanted it to be just really comforting and the way things are at the moment, we kind of thought, just take it home, give your mother a break on a Sunday morning, go down, get the papers in the local shop here or there, so be it, come across to the road, we'll have it ready for you at one o'clock. You basically have to take it home, put it on the table, and it's all there for you. Open the bottle of wine, and you know, we have, we're making our desserts ourselves this time, um, just because the numbers, it wasn't going to, it wasn't going to be um, as straightforward as the Valentine's one, so like, you order four, six, eight, ten. As many as you want and we cater for that way
0: and petra's doing flowers
3: and also yes a bunch of flowers so again what else do you get your mother and mother's Absolutely. Day? With a bunch of flowers it's probably the one day of the year she would get a bunch of flowers um unless somebody's in the doghouse so like they are probably the one day of the year she, she would get her free bunch of flowers where, where there's no there's no ulterior motive behind them so um yeah so it's a bunch of flowers um bunch of flowers our, uh, lunch and a bottle
0: of bordeaux rosé fabulous well look it sounds great and there's lots of mothers going to be very spoiled this weekend with it you're working hard in an easter package at the moment as well so we'll come back to you about that closer to the time in the meantime thanks a million david thanks
3: very much Sharon. thanks for having
0: me you're listening to the best possible taste on west limerick 102 fm Welcome back to The Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and just before the break, David Hayes from Logra in Adair reminded us about how himself and his wife Petra opened the Café Logra last year in the middle of the pandemic and it was lovely to hear about their wonderful offerings for Mother's Day. And earlier on in the programme I was talking to Ursula Giltonen from D&M Garden Centre about their reopening and it was lovely to hear what they're up to for Mother's Day and St. Patrick's Day as well. If you're just tuning in now you're very welcome to the programme and if you would like to catch up on the parts that you've missed... The Best Possible Taste is repeated on West Limerick 102 FM on Wednesday mornings at 8am and the podcasts are available to listen to on SharonNoonan.com as well as iTunes and the podcast app. Now finally tonight I am delighted to welcome local publican Seamus Cleary to The Best Possible Taste. While Seamus is marking almost one year of the pub being closed, Along with his other half, Brenda, he has continued to share the Clearys' ambiance thanks to social media. And as we approach a second St Patrick's Day with no parades, no meeting up with friends, and that much coveted pub poured pint, Seamus and Brenda have a plan to ensure our national holiday brings a much needed smile to our faces.
1: Bon appetit. Yummy. Grubs up.
0: Delicious. Mmm. James, you're very welcome to the program. Thanks a million for joining me.
1: Thank you, Sharon. Nice to be here.
0: How are things in Cleary's pub in Newcastle West?
1: Uh, they're a bit different, to be honest. Uh, approaching our one-year anniversary now of being closed. Um, at this stage, I go down and light the fire a couple of times a week, all right, just to keep the place aired. It's uh, who would have thought this? But anyway, here we are, um, waiting, trying to get my head around thinking of. of what post-lockdown would be like, and uh, just just keeping it together. I've got a nine-year-old and a five-year-old to keep me occupied, so they're the, they're the main folks at the moment, to be honest.
0: Well, look, you haven't, you haven't been lacking in things to do because you've taken on the home schooling role because your other half, yeah. Brenda, it, she actually went back into nursing. She's one of our frontline heroes.
1: She is indeed, yeah. She went back working. She's a nurse up in St Catherine's, and that's... Uh, daunting to say the least but well, she's getting on well up there she's she's got a great rapport with, uh, with uh, her workmates and, and the residents up there so yeah she's uh, she's keeping the focus she's doing great she's doing great so uh, she's...
0: and whenever she wasn't working during lockdown she'd often be performing on your facebook page you did a number of facebook live sessions just to to keep all our spirits up and spread some of that musical joy
1: we did and you're giving me too much credit there, all I did was hold the phone and Brenda did the singing and she got her guitar out again after all the years and she she went singing and it was, you know, it was no easy thing to start off again, but started it off, we did and away we went and we did it and um, yeah, looking forward to doing a little bit more of it, trying to think of what post-lockdown would be like.
0: Well in, in the meantime we have St Patrick's Day to look forward to in some shape or form and you have a whole programme of fantastic St Patrick's Day music for us to look forward to.
1: We do. Um, St Patrick's Day is, is Wednesday this year and we're from starting from three o'clock onwards. Brenda's going to start it. We'll, go, we'll come on um Facebook Live at about three o'clock on St Patrick's Day, uh, myself and Brenda, and we'll... Uh, have a chat with people and welcome people and tell people exactly what we're doing i think we've got 10 live acts all together and brenda's going to start off we've got 10 live acts in a row there will be a five minute gap between each of them because obviously barring brenda because we live on the premises here we live upstairs in the pub brenda will be on first for half an hour and there'll be a five minute gap a maximum five minute gap between every between every um artist 10 artists all day long so it's going to go on until about nine o'clock at night
0: fabulous You've agreed you have a great, yeah. great line up now. Let's go through some of the, the acts that you have. Emmett Scanlon yeah. is the first one that's popped up on my list.
1: Local legend. I don't know why he's not world famous. So I don't. He's he's fantastic. And and you know, Emmett is Emmett speaks for itself what he, what Emmett can do. He's just an amazing musician. Everybody knows that at this stage now. And we're lucky to have him home. He was in London for years and years and he's home now. Brandon Gurin Brendan Yearn, he used to be. Um, Brendan Gearn was in was a member of Rock the Joint. He was in. A men, he's in a, men, a band called the Engine Room at the moment. now. he's originally from Betty Brown, I think uh, Brendan is, but he's, lived, he's well known in Newcastle West. He, and he's a great St Patrick's Day musician. Real very Irish genre. Brendan has fantastic.
0: Abby Butler.
1: Abby Butler is a local singer songwriter. She's going to be a legend. Her her. Man comes from Drumcolo, where I come from, I know her a long time. Um, and Abby is a youngster, Abby is she twenty years old and she's a singer songwriter, she's got to be a legend as well. She's from Castle Mahattan, Abby is
0: and then a more established performer, Declan O'Keefe, who would have been part uh, of, of the infamous Riverman, which was before my time being in, in Newcastle West, but I've heard so much about that band.
1: Sharon, I don't, think have, I don't think your show is long enough today to list out all the different bands that Deco has been in <laughs> down the years. That's for sure. Um, and he's he's played impromptu in Cleary's Bar, and he's played. He, he's been doing a few sessions at home as well during lockdown for us all on Friday nights or Saturday nights. Deco, I can't remember, but yeah, uh, yeah, he's a good pal of ours in Cleary's Bar as well. So.
0: And then you've Paul Dunworth, who would be my my guitar instructor, <laughs> though he maybe well, he know, maybe would prefer people not to know that if you heard me playing it. <laughs> I'm not really a best example of a of a good student.
1: No, P- P- Paul, is, Paul is going down the right road now as well, and, I, and I'll t- I have to say something as well before I forget it. Paul is the main is the main instigator. Paul without Paul's help, this wouldn't be happening. Um, myself and Paul had a, a phone conversation a couple of months ago. And this was Paul's idea, not mine, so I give Paul the credit for this for this happening and we just started talking and we just said we'd have a few people. Paul would do a half an hour and Brenda would do a half an hour and then it was Emmet and then it was and then just before we knew it we had 10 people doing it. Paul is a great musician.
0: I'm sure they're delighted to be able to, you know, just perform because four artists that's it's just in their blood and it's it's part of their dna and I'd, I'd say it's like for somebody that goes to the gym on a regular basis not to be able to go to yeah. the gym like you have to find some sort of another outlet for that
1: well a bit like ourselves as publicans it, it, it's it's uh, it, it's a funny one and all of a sudden the world was thrown upside down they had no places to play on uh, uh, to play and publicly or anywhere and that's i suppose that's how the live sessions on facebook live came about as well and um, hasn't been easy for them all the musicians around especially the professional musicians that don't do anything else um so you know this is the musicians paul you now coming up with an idea like this is a bit is a start um that's just the, the fight back maybe
0: absolutely and it's great to see that collaboration then between yourself as a publican and with the artists as well
1: there you go yeah, yeah. No, we work together. We need each other.
0: Well, listen, we'll keep our fingers crossed that everything comes back to normality sooner rather than later. In the meantime, St. Patrick's Day from three o'clock, did you say? We're we'll we'll
1: keep only going to we'll be kicking off at three o'clock. Only when we do to call see everybody will be doing it from the their own homes. But truly, please our Facebook Live page
0: fantastic so from three o'clock saint patrick's day get on to facebook and like your page if they haven't done done so already and make sure that they've they've registered their interest fantastic but listen i look forward to tuning in seamus and a very early wishing of saint patrick's day to you Brenda, and the girls
3: bon appetit yummy
1: grubs up delicious
0: That was Seamus Cleary from Cleary's Pub, letting us know that from 3pm on St. Patrick's Day, which is next week on Wednesday, there will be a series of musicians performing live from their own homes through the Cleary's Facebook page. And Brenda will be starting the celebrations from 3pm. So be sure to pop onto Facebook, like the Cleary's Facebook page, and you will be able to connect with all of those sessions. And that brings us to the end of the programme tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in and to my guests, Ursula Giltonen, David Hayes and Seamus Cleary. Please do what you can this Mother's Day to support our local businesses. I'm wishing all the mommies out there a very happy Mother's Day for this Sunday. And in particular, of course, to my own mum up in Ballymena, sending you lots of love across the airwaves and birthday wishes for your birthday this week also and not forgetting those of you out there who have sadly lost your mothers those who desperately long to be a mother to the many of you who selflessly love like a mother to those who mother any and all beings to the creatures and nurturers on mother's day we honor you so all of you please have a good one and until next week bon appetit